We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we stand today. The Yugambeh and Kongumari peoples and pay our respects to Elders past, present and future. This was and always will be Aboriginal land. Hello and welcome to the 20s Agenda. The podcast for those navigating their way through their 20s with a whole lot of shit to say, but not necessarily anyone that wants to listen. You're joined by hosts, Corey. And Eden. Welcome back. New week, new podcast. Hello, how are you going? Not too bad. How are you? How was your week? Yeah, my week was okay. Pretty much just work. Um, at work, I actually watched the River Fire practice. Um, for those of you who don't live in Brisbane, um, we had a we have like an event in Brisbane called River Fire, and it's like fireworks and Big like jetties. Yeah, like army planes and shit. So I got to see them practicing for that, which was pretty cool. Um had a bit of a beach day the other day, went for a big walk this morning with a friend. Um read a book in like three <laughs> days. Read a book, you sound so intelligent. I am. What book? what book? Uh that'll come later if you don't mind. <laughs> Sorry, I'm um, ahead of myself. And then also found out that someone I know has COVID. So pretty that's, that's, bizarre. Is that exciting? Um, without like sounding bad, yeah, it was pretty exciting. That's quite exciting. That's like, a bit of a big deal. Yeah, and I mean, I hope she's okay. Like, like in all honesty, hope they're okay. They're okay, but I mean, are you gonna go give her a kiss so you can have two weeks off work? She's in Melbourne, so uh, probably not. No. no. Um, and then pretty happy because it's officially iced coffee time. The weather has changed and my coffee order has changed. And I'm drinking iced coffees love again. An iced coffee, don't and actually, I've been on the energy drinks lately. Oh. They're so I gross, aren't they? So yeah. Energy drinks energy drinks just remind me of like a Coles deli worker that's on their fucking 10 hour shift and they go out for a smoko and they have their drink and a ciggy. It and that's me. Reminds me of your know, everyday Bogan, really. Yeah. But you kind of are, so it's I right. mean, yeah, it's like, can you live in Logan if you don't have a smash a monster? I don't drink monster because I'm better than that, but mm. I still have to admit I'm partial to an energy drink, which is gross, but it is what can you do? That's Taylor B. When you need energy, actually don't even need the energy. I just like the taste. You just like the taste. Yeah. That's like me with iced coffee. I probably have way too much. No, good. iced coffee is so fucking good. So good. But uh-huh. anyway... That's probably the highlight of my week is that I'm drinking iced coffee again. That's okay. really sad. I was doing it during winter. Who mm, wasn't do- doing it I normally winter? do, but this winter I decided just to change it up a little bit yeah. apparently and have hot coffee. But now, iced all the way and I'm loving it. How about you? How's your week? Not too bad. Bit of a progress update on last week. Submitted my three uni assignments. Yep, go you. Um, one of them was fucked. Actually, the teacher said in the class, which I think I mentioned last week, she asked how everyone was going. This was two days before the due date and there were people that were saying... For a 1,500-word essay. That's a lot of words. That they hadn't started. And I was like, I've submitted yesterday. See, I feel like you're a minority. I would feel like the majority of uni students would do it like an hour or two before. Yeah, and I'm yet to experience that. So I submitted on the Tuesday when it was due on the Friday. But why why not do that? I didn't have that stress over the next, like, three or four days. I still had the two other assignments that I left to the last minute to work on. So I'm doing design and business and the design one is fucking design histories. I'm not even going to talk about the assessment because I hate that subject so much. And then the other one was like visual media, which has a bit more of my interest, but still pretty shit. And especially when you have three due on the same day, mm. that's the shittest that part. But I got there in the end. 
Um, so I did one Thursday and then one Friday. So, I mean, I didn't stress myself out as much as I could, but um, got there in the end. Went to River Fire, like you said. Yeah, I actually didn't dog. attend, but no. I saw the pre it was, it was so good. I've never been. So that was quite good to see. And holy fuck, the planes. Is that what they are? Like the yes. big <laughs> I know, but I thought they might have like a scientific name. name. Um, holy fuck, they flew so low. They're huge. And same I, with the, the helicopters. Like that shit's yeah. fun. And then they hovered above the water. That was, shit was fun I, scary um, too. When I saw them hovering above the water the other day at work, I could literally see, because it was daytime, I could literally see like the army dude hanging out the side of the helicopter. It was pretty cool. That's fun. But um, yeah, when the plane, the building that I was sitting at, when the plane comes close, it literally like took my breath away. I was like, <gasps> because it just like, it feels... You know how they're so loud when you're standing? Okay, so when I got there... They were literally just flying over. And you know when something is so loud, you kind of get secondhand embarrassment. You know? Do you know what I mean? Yes. Because you're just standing there and it's like, this is so loud and no one knows what to do with their ears or with their eyes. With their ears? What are you talking about? No one knows knows how to acknowledge the sound. Like, we all just like, it's just embarrassing to stand there. I feel like I've never had that with a plane. Maybe other things, but not necessarily a plane. (laughs) It was just so loud that I didn't know what to do. I was like, you look at it, but, you know, you can't speak because it's so loud. Yeah. You can't do anything because everyone's just so thrilled in this fucking plane that's flying by. I think that it would have been a little bit triggering for anyone that would have recently been, you know, any refugees that might have seen that. Oh, yeah. Really horrible. Yes, that's the other thing is the planes are so scary looking as well. I have a little bit of um, insider knowledge uh, from my job, actually. Yeah, go on. Um, The day that they were practising, we found out that the guy that was actually flying the plane literally just came back from Kabul three weeks ago. That's so it would have been probably interesting for him too. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Scary, but, but no, it was so good. Yeah. And the, I've never been before, but the fireworks were great. And the crowds were pretty fucked. COVID super spreader, if you ask me. Well, now they're it's like four <laughs> Now we've cases got four cases. So now we're probably close contacts. But yeah. anyway, Celebi, good two to weeks get off. in the big city. Uh, finished the newsreader. Yeah, so episode five, the um, second final ep was so much better than the the final. It was based, like, primarily around AIDS and stuff, which was, you know, quite a big time in that era. So it was really interesting to, you know, get their um, perspective and um, how they told the story about it was really good. So that was my record. I'm reiterating that. That's not my record this week. It's my yeah, record last say. week. But I'm just reiterating. Get around it. Um, it was on ABC. Watch it on iView. I think I might have to watch it after Cheap this. sponsor. Yeah, but you don't you don't like free to wear, so why the fuck would you be interested? Because there's nothing on paid TV right now. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, and then also a massive revelation in my household. I changed my bedroom around. Is that massive? Yes, because I live by myself, <laughs> and all I had to show was it to my dog. I mean, yeah, and I saw it today, but I didn't really see. And you know, he just fucking waltzes in and doesn't give a fuck. Just Love lands on his bed. Um, but yeah, super exciting. exciting. You know, when you're a kid and you just move, change your room around and then you get to the exciting part where you'd show your parents and then just feels like, I remember my parents would say, did you drag that over the floorboards without picking it up? (laughs) And I'd say, yeah. And then they'd fucking lecture me about how there weren't those little safety things on the bottom to stop the floor from scratching. And I'm like, look at me. I've pretty much just been on the fucking block. And you're not even happy about me changing my room around on the block. So that is my recce for the week. Yeah. is add it to your agenda, came on $18 bed sheets, get around it. I can't. I, got, I know you fucking can't, but I'm trying to get you to. I got these super cute 
they're like florally double-sided one side's like yellowy and then the other's like um native flowers so love that super colorful and i know you don't like it because i said how the fuck do you shop at a dares because I, I know you're bougie as fuck i'm not even that bougie but you i just like are. to sleep on nice sheets I, like, I can understand that people sometimes would need to buy sheets from Kmart, and that is completely fine. You do you, boo. I'm not judging. Well, I kind of am, but I'm not judging. I personally, and maybe this is just how I, how I was brought up, my mum's a big fan of dares. I'm now a big fan of dares. Really expensive sheets, 10 out of 10 for me. Well, 100%. Nice. Wait. I'll 100% invest. $18 sheets, uh-uh. not happening. Maybe for the spare room, because I don't give a fuck what someone else sleeps on. But I, yeah, no, Adairs, all the way. No, I can't agree with you. So I walked past Adairs and they had a sale and it was like 40, it was 40% off and it was still like $119 for a queen bed quilt cover set. I was like, get fucked, never in a million years. And that was 40% off. You think I'd be paying over like 250 bucks for a bed sheet? You would hate no. to see my linen cupboard. Yeah. And I know exactly what it would look like. But no, $18 bed sheets from Kmart, they do the job. That's that's I mean, my issue. I can get it. I can, you know, I can get around it. However, I personally won't be purchasing them. But can I just say... <laughs> I'm getting them you for Secret Santa. Secret Santa. <laughs> oh, don't trigger anything. $50 budget and spend $18. Oh, ouch. <laughs> um, that will, we'll recap that in another episode. Yeah, that's for another time. Um, but I feel like sheets are an investment. Like That is true. Invest- no, I feel like a bed. I'm sorry, a mattress is an investment, 100%. Yeah, but you don't chuck sheets out after six months. I know, but they're not an investment because if you're still using the sheets 10 years from now, it's you're pretty fucking dead. It's 10 years. I mean, no, mattress right, you years. would use in five, 10 years. Yeah, but sheets, I think... If sheets you aren't an them. investment. A house is an investment, just to clarify. Oh, fuck off. Anyway. <laughs> sheets are not an investment. So get around that. Anyway, fuck you. What's your... Um, recommendation. What am I adding to my agenda? It's probably going to be stupid, but I'll hear you out. Shut the fuck up. Um, my reco. So as I said before, I read a book in three days. <laughs> now, um, so it's actually a novel that uh, came out in 2016. It's called It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. Um, it's actually a romance novel, which isn't normally my go-to, but I was hooked literally the whole time. Um, I saw it actually like on TikTok and a couple of my friends have read it. So bought it. Read it literally three days. You read it in three days? Yes, I How said many pages? That. Oh, I don't know. That's I... fucked. Like a normal adult-sized book? Like yes. two, 250 pages? Yep. Fuck that. Yeah, no, it was really good. I literally stayed up until 1 o'clock the other morning reading it. Um, anyway, That's it does um, touch, I, will, I was going to say touch on, but it like definitely goes in-depth about domestic violence. So yep. that is something that triggers me. Triggers Yeah, maybe don't, maybe don't read it. But yeah. um, aside from that, it was very good, and I'm keen to try out some more of her books if they're just as good. Colleen Hoover. Hoover, like the vacuum. Colleen Hoover, L1. Oh, there you go. Rightio, shall we see what's making news around the world? This is kind of like bulletin style. Yeah, I like it. Six going. Vibe. Um, so Nancy Pelosi says Australia is leading the way on climate change. Now, in case you didn't hear, Nancy Pelosi has commended Australia regarding its action on climate change. If you don't know who she is, because if I'm honest, I had to look her up, Nancy is the current Speaker 
of the house over in the US. So this week, the pair met in Washington during ScoMo's trip there to meet their president and talk security deals and whatnot. Nancy has then told reporters at the climate change meeting that Australia is, and I quote, leading the way on climate change. Let's keep in mind, Australia is not set to reach net zero carbon emissions before 2050. Yeah, so in comparison, the UK is aiming for 50% greenhouse gas levels by 2027. So still like a little while away, but well before 2050. Well before us. Yeah, um, so there's eight countries that are set to hit that 2050 target that you mentioned. So those are Uruguay, Finland, Austria, Germany, Sweden, Afghanistan, Andorra. Sorry if I'm pronouncing these wrong. Suriname. So I'm really sorry if I'm slipping in these. This is fine. And Bhutan. Um, so, yeah, they've... They're on track to meet the goals. Um, so old mate Morrison has obviously, like it's the only way that I've kind of puzzled, put the puzzle together. He's obviously said something behind closed doors or mentioned something to her about getting the plans um, ready to go because we haven't even, like it's not even known that we've pledged anything to reach net zero emissions. Does so how the fuck would she know? And why would she make that comment? There's got to be something happening behind closed doors. It's obviously got a big fucking mouth, that's for sure. (laughs) Um, But it is a little bit crazy, and I feel like I haven't educated myself enough to be commenting on it. But there are Instagram pages and websites that are making it a lot more easier to kind of get your head around the main facts. I think we all need to be more aware of what is actually happening to our planet because we aren't seeing it firsthand. We don't realise the damage that is actually being caused, which is really sad. Yeah, couldn't agree more. It's also worth mentioning that China, the world's largest contributor of greenhouse gases, which according to Visual Capitalists is about 25% of total emissions, has set a 2060 target, which is quite a big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal. And it's still 10 years after the 2050 goal, which I think most or all countries are meant to achieve. And when you think about it, that's a really long time away. It fucking is. I don't even want to think about it. Yeah, and so it is 10 years after that 2050 deadline, but I still think it's great that they've set those goals. And like you said, they are the world's largest contributor, which makes it even more of a big deal, I guess. It's also worth throwing in there, according to the UN Sustainable Development Report, which is actually, can I just throw this in? I've learnt a lot of this at university, if I do say so. So don't think that these thousands of dollars that I'm paying aren't paying off. They're just not going towards your degree. (laughs) So the SD, sorry, well, so the SDGs um, are Sustainable Development Goals and the UN posts, I guess, updates on them frequently and there's still major challenges remaining for Australia and we are stagnating on most of the goals, which, if you aren't aware, they're basically targets set out by the United Nations so that by 2030 all people can live in peace and have a bit of a brighter outlook on life because let's be real, it's pretty fucking grim at the moment. And some of them are zero hunger, gender equality and affordable clean energy. But I also wanted to mention that goal 13, which is climate action, the one which we're actually heading fucking backwards on. Send it backwards. Yeah, the things that are contributing to that are CO2 emissions from fossil fuels and CO2 emissions embodied in imports. Now, I don't want to pretend that I know what I'm reading. This is what I've taken from the report. Um, but I mean, it's quite so obvious. Copy and paste. <laughs> it's quite obvious to understand what that means. We're in the fucking red, and we're heading backwards. So Australia is the world's largest exporter of fossil fuels, and our production of coal and oil and gas is only fucking growing. 
Look, I know we aren't the greatest when it comes to climate change, but seeing these figures and reading more into them really does make it more confronting. Anyway, we'll pop some really informative links in the show notes so you can see Australia's progression with the Sustainable Development Goals. Yes, just wanted to add in, like you said, I know that we can't see the issues, but definitely does not mean that they aren't happening um, as a whole. Anyway, what have you got next for me? Hit me with it. Chandler Powell and Bindi Irwin share adorable tributes to their baby daughter, Grace Warrior, as she celebrates turning six months old. So, quick little news story for the week. This is a little fast one, just a little bit of fun. Yeah. Bindi Irwin's daughter, Grace Warrior Irwin Powell, bit of a mouthful, yeah, if I say so myself, is officially six months old. That is crazy. Also, I know that we're both kind of thinking how quick the year has gone and it's already fucking just about October, but I feel like she's older than six months. No, Are see, I feel like she should be, like, three weeks old. she's been for, like, a year. <laughs> so, Fuck me. obviously, the Daily Mail needed to cover this very important story. I mean, peak celebrity boss in Australia. <laughs> That's as juicy as it gets here, yeah. They also managed to squeeze not one, but two articles out about Grace and her being six months old. So the second headline is, Robert Irwin celebrates his niece Grace turning six months old. Yeah, I think we got that in the first one. I don't know why we needed the second one. Anyway, say Louis. Um, if I'm honest, like, I'm sorry, happy for the Irwins, but I couldn't care less about her baby turning six months old, no. especially when they've got two stories about it. Two very, very no, well, similar stories. One was probably stories. about the fact of her turning six months, and then the other one from the Daily Mail was probably about what she was fucking wearing. No, they literally both were about their Instagram posts. That's it. No. Anyway. Did, um, oh, serious. Are we expecting more from the Daily Mail? No, but, you know. No. Anyway. Um, it has, to be honest, just made me a little bit depressed about how fast this year has gone. It feels like last week they announced Grace Warrior had arrived. What the fuck name is Grace Warrior? I know, but look, I mean, yeah, I'd be embarrassed. Grace is cool, but Warrior? Fuck me, cunt. Just yeah, get a normal name. Stick to the brand, you know. Yeah. Um, Why I couldn't it be Stevie? That would be cute. Grace Stevie. Well, you're not Bindi. Who the fuck's warrior? <laughs> Steve. Steve is the warrior. It's true, he's a warrior, but Steve would have been cuter. Um, I just find it really weird that Bindi has a baby in general. Like, I remember being I know, really young and going to Australia Zoo, and we saw her um, at the little food court with security all around her. And my friend <laughs> Security? And I, literally. Fuck My me. friend and I were really young, wanted to go and say hi, and security fucking stopped us. Like, fully were like, nah, sorry. That's fine. And we were all, like, eight. But did you actually see her or are you just chasing Claire? No, 100% saw her. I'm sure, pretty sure you got your fucking runners on and you're chasing. Yeah. Who the fuck has ever seen it? Because I can tell you, every single time I've been, which is probably only about three or four times in my whole life, I've never seen her there, so I'm yet to confirm that she's actually a fucking employee well... of Irwin Enterprises. <laughs> she must be on smoker every time I go because I never see her. I've never seen an Irwin the last, so I've been a lot in the last um, couple of years, like taking family and whatever. Mm. I've seen her. It's a fucking rip off, might I add. I know it, it goes is. for conservation and all that shit, but it's a bit it's of a rip. Shit. Um, I've seen Robert, Bindi, and Terry. Do you reckon Robert? They hot? all did the show. Yeah, Robert's uh, cute. I think he might be a bit fruity. Fruity or outgoing? Do you think? Yeah. I don't know. You do you, but. Yeah, just yeah. my opinion. I think because he's just so outgoing, that that could be why. But you know, 
It is what it is. Yeah. He can like whoever the fuck he wants. It's free world, isn't it? So our final story for this week's ad. Western Bulldogs players drown their sorrows after heartbreaking grand final loss. As AFL heartthrob Bailey Smith tells the real story of his nude photo leak to a group of women. So, as you would know, or maybe not know, uh, the AFL Grand Final was played over the weekend. Western Bulldogs and Melbourne Demons played. Melbourne for the win, which I think is great for the club, but you don't support AFL, so that means nothing to you. fucking toss. Like, I wish I was into that culture, but... Next season, we're going to go just some games together. Yeah, Let's do it. Yeah. Um, anyway, one of the... <laughs> just sidetracked. Guys, you're getting Side an insight note. to our personal life. Join us next year for the <laughs> AFL... We're actually live. Game. We're doing the opening ceremony. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, one of the Western Bulldogs players is quite popular over on TikTok, and I would say in particular with the younger generation. His name is Bailey Smith, and he definitely he's is. He's a bit of a hottie. He's a bit of a looker, for sure. Uh, can I just say, <laughs> Bailey, how yeah. ugly is that fucking name, don't you think? I can't say much because I know some Bailey. Oh, you know <laughs> Bailey? Okay. So no comment from you, but I just think no Bailey's comment. such an ugly name. I don't know what it is, but he, ma- he, makes, it, he makes it work. He it makes it work. It suits him for sure. Yeah. Uh, side note, speaking of AFL in general, would you want to be a WAG? For those playing at home, a WAG is an acronym for wives and girlfriends. Well, and athletes, I think it's just athletes. In, in these current times, if you're a WAG, you can do whatever the fuck you please. Yeah, you can snort some something. Well, off you can snort, you can up. travel across Australia Don't without having to quarantine. You can pretty much have the chief um, health officers of every state retract their statements about using balconies and whatnot. You're not salty at all, are you? No, I'm all for the general public not being able to do uh, to do anything, but wags can. I'm so happy that they're allowed to live their life. They're privileged, Dana. Yeah. So I would happily be a wag, 100. But can we get around bows? Bows. Bows. Do you reckon that's what it would be, boys and husbands? Oh. You know, because there's not a single gay person in the AFL. <laughs> wow. I think that's the one hundred percent is. Yeah, that's gotta be. They're just a little bit sooky to come out, which well, is like fair. But yeah. like, imagine the status, not status. Can you imagine the? Imagine what do you the reckon first the reception player. would be. Like, how, what would people react to that? I think it would be like 50-50, Yeah. To be honest, because there's barrel bogans that <laughs> wouldn't support any of that, and that yeah. would follow the AFL. But yeah. I think like majority of people, surely these days. Would get around it. I would. Yeah. Like, fuck yeah. I'd fucking get around it. 100%. You could be whack. <laughs> Both. Both. Sorry. <laughs> what is it stand for again? Boyfriends and husbands. Oh, like wives and girlfriends. Okay, fuck I was with. like spelling it wrong, but gotcha. Boys. Um, Boys. I don't know how we'd pronounce it, but we'll <laughs> we'll work on that one. Um, anyway, I saw a TikTok while the grand final was on about a nude photo of Bailey being leaked while the grand final was being played. Yeah. Um, this goes without saying the Daily Mail wrote an article around this topic. <laughs> fucking well. of course it was the Daily Mail. Hence the headline. It wasn't something like I don't know, the ABC. Like, no, no. It had to be the Daily it's Mail. It's got to be the Daily Mail, so yeah. it's probably not even true. No. So someone edited the photo of Bailey, who was already shirtless in the image, which you actually sent to me the other day. Yeah, I didn't realise that was the one that... Yeah. Yeah. So to make him look completely naked. Now, the photo has been taken down, and I didn't actually see it myself, but I feel like we need to unpack this a little bit. Yeah, so a few things are wrong with this. I think most of us would know um, generally of what that photo was, the edited one is pretty much classified as revenge porn. So say an ex or even just could be a diehard fan, to be honest, has tried to create this nude, which is totally illegal, might I add. I've done a little bit of research and it classifies as image-based abuse. Some examples include taking a nude photo of someone without their permission, sharing a photo without permission, or in this case, photoshopping someone's image onto an explicit photo. It really is quite feral and 
inappropriate, but the stats around this issue are actually insane. So one in five Australians aged 16 to 49 have experienced some form of image-based abuse in their lifetime. Thankfully, we both have not been a part of that statistics. No, as far as I'm aware, I fucking have an illness or something on the internet that I'm yet to see. If you think of it, like if you think of your friendship group, that's literally one of your friends. Not that you have One in five, exactly. Oh, I've got maybe the statistic Actually, was one in two. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, we could probably make five. We could definitely make five. Your birthday. Yeah. We'd be so scraping the bottom of the barrel. But one person at your birthday. Has made a nude of me, which is a girl. Why the fuck would they want to do that? No. One photo has experienced some sort. Oh, one. Fr- I thought you meant one in five people have made a nude. I completely read that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to research. I don't know how to read. So I thought that meant, holy fuck, I'm an idiot. I thought that meant one in five people have made a nude of someone. I was like, well, as far as I'm aware, that's not you or me. (laughs) That's quite, I'm ashamed of myself. So one in five have experienced. One in five have experienced. So literally, (laughs) like you, me, and three other people, one of us technically had a nude. Had like a nude taken. Any kind of image makes abuse happened to us. Yeah. So when you think about it in those kinds of terms, when you think about Don't it in the correct me, way, that's pretty pretty. Insane. It is fucked when you think of it from like that point of view and the effort that has to go into that is also what I don't fucking get. Like how, that, where are you getting the time of day to fucking make an edit like that? Well, not only the fact that it's literally illegal for that to have happened, but this was released on Bailey's first grand final. He's playing one of the biggest games of his career. They might not even make another grand final while he plays. I mean, they probably will, but, you know. Yeah. At the same time, someone was low enough to literally edit the photo and cause drama around it while he was, like, oblivious to it. Yeah, so Bailey did come out after the game, though, to clear things up and posted the original photo, which, like I meant, or like you mentioned, was the one that I sent to you. Yeah. And it had the little eggplant emoji, which mm. I didn't know is what he was referencing, the nude. Yeah. So at least he was trying to make light of the situation and found some form of humour in it. But just adding Still that in, rough. though... They did lose the final, so it was a bit of a double whammy for them. Yeah, pretty. And I think they lost by a lot. But they anyway. did lose by a lot. I don't follow AFL, but I can tell you they lost by a lot. Yeah. You know what? Go Melbourne for win. So last week we mentioned how you were being a bit of a uh, fucking boring cunt. Hmm. Pretty boring. And not doing anything. Yeah, but saving. Saving for a house. Yes. And... Little did I know, something fucking else. You knew. We've I knew about you it. mentioned it, but I didn't know you had actually fucking had the show on the road. Well, all, it's not on the road yet. wheels rolling. Does that, is that kind of a good pun? I've got to wait until fucking December for it to rock up. Oh, yeah, is it coming from overseas? Well, are we going to say what it is? Um, a well, new car. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And potentially getting a new car. Potentially, <laughs> or you are? You put a I deposit down. I put a deposit down, but we're just, we'll see. Anyway. What are you getting? Like a skyline? Oh yeah. That's nice. I'm getting like a, a fatty sauce with it. I'm getting a um what's your car? A Triton or something. <laughs> Nothing like Triton's a Triton. <laughs> For a blokey car. Nah, I'm um, looking at getting a Volkswagen Polo. This right now is deciphering whether or not we continue this friendship or we don't. If you don't have tint on your car, don't fucking talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting in your fucking car if there's no tint. If you don't have tint. I feel extremely exposed. You would. You'd have to put sun cream on before fucking going anywhere. No, it's not that bad. But, like, <laughs> I just feel like everyone can see 
my side profile that I don't. I know that's the worst part. And you know what the worst part, let alone when you have Tim, but eating in the car. Oh, yeah. Someone watching me eat. And if you don't have Tim and you're eating, that's fucked. It's, yeah. I feel I feel ex- exposed to eating at the best of times. Let alone when I'm like shoving macas down my throat. At a fucking red light, or sometimes. No, on the motorway. Like, this is bad if I mention this. I might. Should I mention this? No one's gonna listen. No one's gonna no, listen. Gonna care. Sometimes I'm not gonna lie. If if it's a double hand um, burger, sometimes I have to do the double hand and drive straight with my knees. See, I can't. And then reach... you look like a fat cunt with mayo down your chin. I can't reach. <laughs> steering wheel with my knees so i've got to do one-handed it's just it's gonna happen i've just really Send some worked lettuce out. down the side of the seat oh yeah so it'll be pick it up later yeah but, um actually i've got a couple of chips down my seat so they look a bit oh, worse i reckon wear. there's some old chips some in my manky car. shit but yeah you've got to have tint you need to have tint and also like, what if you're scratching your nose and someone thinks you're picking your nose i know my first car i had was an astro and that was that was fucked. Would not recommend an Astro. 2007. It was kind of like, it was fat. I don't even know what an Astro looks like. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, like it was a nice looking car, but when I bought it, it didn't have tin. And so I had to buy tin. Oh, like, do you buy tin? I don't know. I bought someone to tin. Oh, yes. Yeah. And. <laughs> <Not> someone. <laughs> I just have this person in my I just hired someone to tin. Just, just stays in there in case I need to tint my windows. But before that, do you know how embarrassed? And I had the car for like five months before I even considered getting That's it tinted. Really and when I got it tinted, I was like, what's, because they tell you what's legal and what's not. Yeah. And I think it's like something 30 or 35% is the max. Yeah, legal. I think 35. I was yeah. having a conversation the other day with old mate. Yeah, and so it starts going up from there, but it goes up in quite large increments, I think. And anything above that is illegal, but I would definitely recommend getting Senate. something more because 35 is still not enough. You can still see what people are doing. Oh, yeah. Um, my first car was an I-20. Um, I-20's unite. Sorry, my driveway. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a little I-20. I fucking love that car. Um, but it was a demo, so it already had some tint on the windows. Nice. Yeah. You know what I fair. can't stand? People that do the home tint job and it's got all the oh, bubbles. bubbles. Oh, actually, producer Lelania <laughs> has bubble tint, I think. Yeah. Sorry, it just adds character on to her i20 she we were matching oh so i guess it kind of evens it out like you got a fat whip but you've also got bubble tin that's right i might go out of my way to buy it is it indie do you think like oh it, it, it just adds character to it it says yeah. yeah i can afford a car but i also it came with tin so yeah <laughs> Okay, so one of our favourite segments, I think, of the show is the Daily Mail Most Bizarre Topic of the Week. So Honestly, if they don't sponsor us after this episode, we've mentioned them a good five or six times. Honestly, we should probably have, like... Well, they're the only person we follow on Instagram, so I mean... Yeah, that's true, and aside from you and I. Yeah. yeah. Um, they should probably write something about us. Anyway. <laughs> It'd be something about what we're wearing, because that's what they have a fetish for. Yeah, or just, like, because we slipped up with one thing that we said. Oh, we oh, fucking cancelled. They'd probably write, like, three articles about us. Anyway, <laughs> they probably won't because they don't care. Um, so last week we talked about some celebrities that liked a little bum flash. <laughs> what have yes. we got this week? Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Jennifer Garner takes phone call after dropping off son at swim class. Huh? What? Oh. <laughs> okay. 
Now we're back again for overrated or underrated. It's the Gold Coast favorite quiz show, I think. I think so. And it's actually one of my fave segments too. I mean, the whole thing. We've is actually had quite a few good reviews about it's Peep's fave um, segment. Yeah. Someone we know just told us the other day. <laughs> yeah. Um, of the three listeners. Um, <laughs> three out of three listeners liked it. So, I mean, that's... You, me, and... One other person, one which person. is, yeah, quite good. Um, so, basically, we'll just give you a rundown. We mentioned five topics, which we have not discussed prior to this episode no. being recorded. And you or I just shout out overrated or underrated as to what we think it is. Quick fire. We don't Quick talk. fire. We don't. Actually just say overrated or underrated. So, let me see. Okay. So, we both have the list. Yeah. And I am going to read Yeah, that. I don't think there's anything that um, I need to... Um, go into detail on because they're all pretty yes or no and i feel like it'll be interesting to see what we get this week because last week we got five for five which we have very varying opinions yeah very varying opinions so i think in the past week since that episode was published we've stopped talking to each other five times yeah and told how much we hate each other yeah. so is this a toxic friendship i think that makes it more real though at we least just, we don't leave shit under the rug. We just fucking we just say, say it. How it is. If you piss me off, I tell you. We just send it. We fucking send 100%. it. One hundred percent. That's actually our new motto for the podcast. <laughs> Twenty agenda. Send, send it. One hundred percent. Anyway, enough of that. Would you like to do uh, to do the honors? I would this week. Okay. Okay. Are we ready? I'm nervous. Olivia Rodrigo. Overrated. overrated. Aperol Spritz. Underrated. underrated. Disney. Overrated. overrated. <laughs> Get fucked. I'm getting excited. Go. Reading. Overrated. underrated. Fuck. Buttered toast. Underrated. underrated. That shit is good. Western star butter with a fat loaf oh, of new bread. Holy white shit. bread in particular. Thick white bread. Thick, and if it's just toasted for like a minute, not so oh, like brown. No, no, no. What? Just bread? No, it's going to be like well toasted. Oh, no, no. It's, it's going to be melt. like just beyond the point of heated up. And then you just put the butter on. But not too much butter, because people have put too much butter on uh, butter. See, we agreed that it was underrated, but here we go. Already fucking <laughs> disagreeing about oh, no. this topic. Uh, anyway. So there you go. So there are five topics for the week. Let us know whether you agree, whether you think everything was underrated or overrated. I think we might have a couple Olivia Rodrigo stands come for us, but it is what it is. It's a fucking I mean, opinion. Oh, I can't even with her. Anyway, Aperol Spritz is our little thing. It is what it is. I think that's all from us this week. We've had enough of each other. This is the only outing we have together for the week, and it's already enough. We've yeah. been in the fucking same presence of each other for about two hours, and that's two hours too long. Two hours way too long. So, yeah, that's all from us. Hope you enjoyed the potty as much as you could. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening again. We've got quite a few listeners. I think um, I did look at We have enough statistics now that we can see. Okay. And I think... The previous two episodes combined, we've got like 57 listeners or something. So, I mean, that's fucking something. Yeah, no, 57 is great, even if they only listen to it for two seconds. I mean, it is what it is. A number is a number. At least it doesn't say 57 uh, 57 people listen for one second. Okay, this is my... This is my record for the week. Okay, this is the first time I'm... This is my first time I'm doing this. This is my recommendation for the week. Follow our fucking podcast Instagram page. Yeah, we don't even post that much. We post enough content. We post we don't just weekly when you. the F comes out. Like, yeah, we're not blasting you like Daily Mail. All we're asking is a friendly follow. A couple of shares. Fucking do it or I'll come and hunt you down. Well, like, it's not that hard. There's still, I mean, last week when we spoke about this or the week before, I can't remember, I was like, yeah, there's some people that haven't followed. Some of them have now 
And someone's still like, you're a rude bitch. I know. People that you thought were your friends. Make Not a podcast. Anymore. See who your real friends are. I won't be supporting your little fucking startup business. Okay? No, I won't be following your fucking guashes that you buy from Alibaba and you're selling for fucking $50. Your little MLM. Anyway, <laughs> thank you. We've really just been triggered, so I think we might end it there for the day. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Ciao. Bye. Thanks for listening to the 20s Agenda podcast. You can find us on our socials at the 20s Agenda on Instagram and TikTok.